guys, you are listening to episode nine of the Tribe and Diaries podcast. Today we're going to be joined with our third guest, Lauren O'Brien. And before we do, here I have my best Hannah. friend Hannah beside me. This is Erin speaking, um, if you haven't tuned in before. But basically today we are going to be discussing a range of subjects. That obviously the main kind of theme is going to be like sex education. We're going to discuss consent. We're going to discuss body image and lots of different things. But basically things that we feel should be talked about more in our society. I feel like growing up in Ireland, there's quite a hush culture about talking about sex, but we're going to talk about that more as we progress through the podcast. Hi girls. So Lauren, introduce yourself. Hello, uh, my name is Lauren. Uh, me and Erin became friends in college. Yes. And we both did, well, she did a full degree in English and I did yeah. English and history. Um, I took a year out and even in college, I was always interested in like sex education and stuff like that like I'd always steer my modules towards yeah, like um gender and sexuality gender and sexuality yeah exactly and we did a gender and sexuality elective in second year and yeah. I just loved it mm-hmm. um so it was like during lockdown I was kind of looking for something to do in relation to that like I was yeah. always like I'd love to ground teach like consent classes and things like that um and then I found a, a course in DCU. It's uh sexuality education and sexual well being. Um, yeah. it's the graduate certificate level nine, and like I literally missed like the application thing for like two weeks last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, no, I'm just gonna apply for it and do it anyway. I'm only like two weeks into it now, but love it so far. Woo! Love yeah, that for you. Me. What made um, you want to do that? Sorry, I didn't no, mean to. I love you. <laughs> We're both co-hosts. We're like aunt and death. We're like the only show Go on. What were you gonna say, Hannah? No, I was just gonna ask you what made you want to do that because it's so like niche. Yeah, like not many people would go for that type of course. Yeah, I just think like even from when we were in school and stuff like sex, uh, sex education was like so badly taught. If you got any at all, um, probably not. I you mean, are you're the very definition of the word woke. Like you are awake and you always have been, even when we were in college and stuff. Like did I, I was very, I was like this little country bumpkin going to my newt, didn't really know much about anything. Lauren's and I met Lauren feminist. and Lauren was like, "Hello, I'm Lauren. I'm a feminist. This is what sex is, and <laughs> um, this is what life is all about." And I mean you really like taught me to become comfortable in my own skin. Like, for example, we were talking about this earlier. Anytime we mentioned the podcast, I was like, shut up and save it for because we'll end up telling too much. But basically, like, when we first started going to college together, like, I I had, like, confidence in, in myself, but not in, like, the kind of divine feminine power mm-hmm. energy kind of vibe. So me and Lauren like used to go shopping and that and she would literally be like right I'm bringing you into M&S and you're going to pick out the sexiest brand knickers <laughs> they can find on the fucking shelf and you're not doing it for anyone but yourself and she like instilled in my brain that I would always you know sh- like shop and dress and make myself feel really good for me like you really taught me how to love and myself and I think in that you way. taught me that because you taught it from Lauren yeah I used to say to Hannah oh, yeah. Like, yeah. basically like right Lauren taught me that I have to you know always keep up these kind of like is it like self-care? I suppose self-care, like Lauren would be like, no, Some get your tools. act together, yeah. wash your hair, do your face, get your gear on, look absolutely stunning. So like I bring that effort into my day-to-day life now, even if it's just my underwear, what I'm wearing, because Lauren like taught me that you should put yourself first in that department, you know? Yeah, definitely. And even when you're saying about college, like, and I awoke the like feminist in you or whatever, yes. I remember I dragged you to, do you remember that repeal talk? With I was Anna, just going to say that. Yeah. James Kavanagh. With James Kavanagh and Anna Cosgrave and... I remember you literally coming out of the lecture and you rang your man and you were like, Nah, I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> and your man was like, oh, Are you? Yeah. I'm delighted. 
walking past my new fly free. Yeah. But you literally like show showed me a world. You introduced me to a world that I didn't even know existed. And I remember like coming back to Abrigan after spending the day in my newt with you, having such intellectual conversations mm. and debates. And like my as I said, like, you know, people refer to people as woke. That's mean they're awake. They're awake to spiritual development or like furthering your education. So I felt like I became so woke through you. She was a mentor. Yeah, she was a mentor. Mm. And then I would come back to Balbriggan to me little small town. I'd be like, no one understands me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to go talk to Lauren. And sometimes I'd just get the train. All the, Like, I used to make, make an awful hike in to you. Like, yeah, we were terrible. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, we, we, we just go for a coffee. And we'd be like, yeah, grand. And we'd, we just go yeah. for a spin. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. we'd be sitting in the library. Like, and be like, do you have to go to this lecture? No. No. We, yeah. are, we are a bit like... I don't know, we weren't bad influences on each other, but, like, if one of us were having a bad day, the other one would accommodate for Yeah, yeah, And, like, definitely. if I was not feeling going to a lecture, you'd be like, right, you know, get your gear on, let's go for a coffee, let's mm, go for lunch. Yeah. Get a bit of wedges. Wedges and chicken gouda. Yeah. <laughs> we literally were so anemic during yeah. college. Oh, like. my God, the RN levels were, like, all-time yeah. low. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Absolutely adore our friendship. Mm. I have a game for you. Do you want to play? Yeah. It's mainly geared towards Lauren. Because I don't scared. know if, if Hannah will know these people. Well, no, you do. You know a bit about Irish history, don't you? Probably not, no. Yeah, well, I just wanted to play. So usually it's called Snog, Marry, Kill. But you don't say Snog in Ireland. You say me. So we're going, or just say kiss. All right, kiss, marry, kill. No one says me when we're 24. Do we not? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I still like to say, oh, me shit. Shit. No, don't say shit. No, you're, you're, supposed, say you're supposed to be a proper dove. You can't say shit. No, I don't say shit. What do you say in Dublin if you're like... Yeah, you're gonna meet face. But well, you'd off. say you were no. meeting someone when you were like twelve, and then it gets to like, oh, I'm seeing someone. It's right. So like... then, what happens if you if you kiss someone now? You call it I kiss them. Yeah, I'd say I kiss. Right. So we'll call yeah. we'll call it kiss, marry, kill. Right. Okay. So for you, I have Eamon de Valera, Arthur Griffith, and Michael Collins. Kill Eamon de Valera. Straight yeah, me as well. Oh my god, I'd be booting him off. Like, no offense to anyone who's like, oh, um, I'd kiss Arthur Griffith. Just give him a little peck, fan the chin fang, you know. Yeah. No, See, I'd, I'd marry him. No, I'd marry Michael Collins. See, I'd marry the Sinn Féin starter. Okay, yeah. Fair. I'm not in this game. I'm just I don't know anything. Michael Collins will not stay loyal to you. Like, I'd say he was a no. player. No. I'd say no, he, no. he'd be... And then he died young as well. So Eamon like, de Valera threw him under the bus for that treaty. But Eamon de Valera was like the founder. Hey, guys, so we're a history podcast Eamon de Valera was the founder of Fianna Fáil. You idiot. No, I'm talking about Art Griffith then. Sorry, I mean I'm marrying Art Griffith. Well, have I been saying Eamon de Valera for the past five No, he said it once. Oh, no, I mean Art Griffith. Art okay. Griffith's uh, started. And he was handsome. He wore glasses as well. Little round ones. Pretty cute. Yeah. So I have another one. Okay. So for you, these are like destined for you. So Hosier, Damon and Timothy Chalamet. Who's Damon? Oh, from Damon the Paradise. Paradise. Damon Salvatore. I would absolutely marry Hosier because he is. An you angel. love him. Yeah. Um, what was the Damon? Who else? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I'd like kill him? Timothy Chalamet. Would you? And I'd kiss Damon. Yeah, definitely. And um, do you have one? Will I ask you one? Well, I could do that one. Just avoid Hosier. Would you? What? Yeah. <gasps> Compared to the other two. <laughs> oh. Wait, what was it? Kiss, marry. Yeah, so like mm. kiss, marry, kill. I'd marry Damon and kiss Timothy. Hope Ian's not oh, listening yeah. and raging him after asking who you fancy. <laughs> Sorry, Eno, Lawrence Bay, Lawrence Boothang. Love you so much. Actual <laughs> what man. about you, Aaron? Um, for who? Hosier. Yeah. So I'd probably marry Hosier and kiss Damon or more and then kill <laughs> Timothy. But um, yeah, do you ever see that movie Little Women with him in it? 
Yeah, he was too little. Everyone he is was like also little. romanticizing in that movie. Remember he's seeing, what's that blonde girl called that everyone is obsessed with? Oh, I don't know her name. Uh, Florence Pugh. You're yeah. very Pute. like her, aren't you? Florence Pugh? Yeah, something I mean, like that, yeah. I think yeah. it's Florence Pugh. I'm very like her. Yeah, I feel like you are. Why? But in that movie, I just feel like you have that kind of like blonde aesthetic, like, you know, high cheekbones kind of vibe. What's her name in the movie? I don't know, I but the two of them end up together, but only because the sister rejected him. So yeah. I was like... Yeah, but then I'm seeing it all over TikTok that really he did love her, but he um, only got with the other one because she wanted him when he, yeah. when he was like... Anyway, we're, I think we're going beside the point. We yeah. What were you talking did about? you like my icebreaker? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I was getting ready to get into it on Michael Collins, but you know, we'll Yeah, but see, we'll yeah, I just wanted it. to ignite that history fire in you, because okay. now you're like raring to go for the pod. Fair. So, <laughs> so wow, that'd be right, first I want to like start at our beginnings, right? So sex education in school. So we all, like obviously me and Hannah went to a Catholic school. Did you go to a Catholic school? I did, but the difference is mine was all girls, you went to a mixed school. So, so I'm wondering... Primary school though? Um, just... Primary, it was only up to first class we were mixed with boys. No way. Yeah, that's and then mad. from that on, from like even communion class was all girls. So that's why I'm wondering if it was different. But like when I even think of sex education, we weren't really taught about that and only yeah. periods. Yeah. Puberty. And then like this is how you have kids. It was like, you're going to get you know? here now. Yeah. Bye. This yeah. is the thing. No one actually talks about, you get taught your sex education in school, but it's taught from a purely procreational way, not from a like, yeah, oh, people sure. do this for It's to enjoyment. make children. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like when was the first like time you ever heard the word orgasm? Probably, to be honest, I can't I think, think of I, one time I was taught that in school. No, me neither. No. And I feel like that should be one of the, the big things. It was never about pleasure. It was always about procreation. Le- yeah. Even in like SPHE in secondary school. Did you go to an all-girls secondary school? Yeah. Yeah, so what was it like? Oh, can we, like, we should talk about that. That's a really Yeah, point. that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder what's different for you is because we would have just got like, all I can remember is like being taught by periods and that's it. Mm. And I remember one time our home ec teacher made us watch like, like a full-on birth video with no context to it like they just put it on like the whole thing of pregnancy and birth and like we were all horrified <laughs> don't that have kids. Be, yeah <laughs> it's like it's being like girls you'll don't have sex you'll get pregnant or are die. you watching a new sex education they oh have an God. episode of them yeah. showing them a birth video and they're like i am never having yeah. sex again <laughs> <laughs> and um what's her name what's the girl's name that oh this is it Ruby, Ruby, and she was like, "I'm going to protect myself from your penis." <laughs> oh my god! But that's probably what they like wanted to fill in our brains, and we were in yeah. school, like fear tactics. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, literally, and yeah. the whole thing of it being if a you sex, you're going to get pregnant and get an STD. Yeah, yeah. There was I was reading a study about um, it was the use of contraception and people's attitudes towards sex in like Spain. I think the study was done. But it was like people are more concerned. So if a girl is on the pill, mm-hmm. um, the girl and the boy involved are less likely to use a condom because the girl's right. on the pill. So they're more concerned with not getting pregnant than like getting an STI or anything yeah. like that. Um, which I thought was interesting because I think yeah. it is a thing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. Just because you're on the pill, the boy's like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the pill. Let's talk about the pill. The pill. So the pill. The contraceptive. a contraceptive tablet that women take every day of the month and then they go off it sometimes for seven days and then they get a little period but basically it stops you from having babies but there's been a lot of like debate around the pill lately i don't know if you are in the same social circles as me if you are debating about them but a lot of my friends have stopped taking the pill because of like the effect it has on your hormones i know it's great for you know preventing a child yeah but i'm not on it to prevent a child though yeah like, so you're on it for a lot of other reasons like mm. 
I would have very irregular periods. I wouldn't get them for maybe like, is this TMI? No. 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 It's uh, all educational. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes I wouldn't get it for five months out of the year. Yeah. Or like I'd have really bad skin. So I'd literally tried everything else. And the, the last resort for me was the pill, mm. the doctor said. So yeah. that's why I'm on yeah. it. I'm like, I'm not in a relationship. Like I'm not having a baby anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm not on it for that reason. But yeah. fair if you are, because it stops you from ovulating. So, for yeah, me, like, know. I went, I got the bar in my arm. Do you remember that? Oh, my yeah, God, that was horrific. Her. And I was like, <gasps> I turned into a demon. A yeah. lot of girls go crazy on the I earth. think it's about what suits you. Like, because I remember when I, I was I can't gone, take any hormones. Yeah, when I was gone on the pill, I had to go on the progesterone only one because... You probably had too much of the other. Um, it's if I, I get so. migraines anyway. So if I had taken the pill with estrogen in it, I'd get like really really bad migraines worse yeah. than you already do yeah and then she's like okay if this one doesn't work for you like it depends if it like works for you like what yeah. works for me isn't obviously gonna work for you like yeah yeah everybody's different yeah and she was like right your only other options then will be like the coil or the bar and i was like absolutely no, no way <laughs> am i inserting a foreign object into my body like it's just not happening yeah, yeah. what think... made you resort to the bar did you ever try the pill i didn't want i was on the pill when i was like about 16 but again it was just because all of this period talk growing up everyone's like stop periods they think the periods are the demon They're like you know take this magic pill and you'll never get it again but i was on it and it just made me very grumpy because i was already very grumpy enough but then uh, my man can't take anything like that either so mm-hmm. it's just in our genetics where yeah. if we take it we turn into fire breeding dragons yeah so, it's probably putting too much of the hormones into our body yeah then i got the, the i tried the bar and i had it for about three months but i just felt like like my energy levels were gone for a couple of months took it out and then i came straight back to myself mm. yeah also put on a lot of weight on it as well but that's completely up as you said to each person i didn't bother going yeah. and discovering something that suited me which i probably could if i went to my doctor mm-hmm. so like i'm not saying i don't advocate the pill i just don't personally take it but there is other ways of protecting yourself ladies yeah like some girls will be on the pill for 10 years and they're afraid to go off it in case they're a completely different person. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they do say take breaks every few months for a few months. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like, don't take it. And like a lot, do you know what? There's no point in taking it if you're going to forget about it every day. A lot of girls like take it sparingly. Yeah, you need to be consistent or yeah. it's, number one, it's not going to work. Number two, two it's going to mess up your hormones. Yeah. Like completely. Uh-huh. Like you're going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 100%. So yeah, that's the pill. Do you just want me to move on to another point, girls? Of course. I want more about the Catholic schools. Yeah, so I was thinking, oh, well, basically, like, when we went to secondary school, you know, you'd get the odd sex education class, but it would be very uniform and it would be very, like, I feel like teachers were nearly uncomfortable yeah. teaching us about sex. That bothers yeah. me a lot that teachers are uncomfortable talking about it. Like, yeah, because they, they have internalised Catholic shame themselves yeah. and they'd feel Absolutely. very uncomfortable. Where does it stem from? from the church? Yeah. Well, I think it's just like Irish people weren't very comfortable talking yeah. about that stuff because, like, you know, our parents probably didn't didn't have like the skill, like the am- amenities and skill growing up. Yeah. Am I saying this right? Yeah. Like they didn't have all that kind of stuff available. Yeah, they were. They probably weren't taught uh, like that in school. Yeah, it's a very progressive new thing to be, you know, pushing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because. Uh, sorry, I literally did a quick Google there. Like, <laughs> I can't remember the exact I saw her on her phone, I was like, the neck of her. <laughs> um, so yeah, contraception was only legalised in Ireland in the 1980s. Yeah, so we go. learned about that in college. That was yeah. actually mad. Contraception, yeah. did you yeah. say? Mm. Like, people used oh, to have to, like, sneak condoms. Yeah. One of the girls I went to school with, like, so funny, I was in play school with her, and she's actually in my 
um course now like yeah. it was so funny um but she did her leaving cert project on the contraceptive train so basically shout out to Heather she's listening yes. <laughs> <laughs> um she did her whole thing about the contraceptive train so women used to get the train to Belfast because obviously it was legalized Stop. in the UK Northern Ireland beforehand and they'd grow up and get like condoms and the pill and everything like that's why people had 20 kids and they were taking off people at like Conley station yeah when they got here, what? yeah, and it used to be like a family matter. Like, it used to be like you could only get access to the pill or condoms if you were married and you were trying to control family planning and like this, that, and the other. It's all yeah. family like, based. Can I say something? Yeah. I think that that's like the opposite now. Like, when I went to the doctor to get my bar out, I was very much treated like, what are you going to do now? Like, what's next? And they don't want you to be natural. If you try to go off your pill or something, you're nearly interrogated as to why. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, obviously families used to be very big. It's like they nearly don't want anyone. Or even it's like, it I didn't go like to a college like you, but I can always remember like first day of your college, they'd be like throwing out condoms and all. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god yeah we got yeah. like tins of beans and condoms like that was all we got face, like, <laughs> like, I was like fucking condoms slapped on my cheek it was like 90% of us haven't ever yeah. been to a consent class and in our lives and you know what like, at the time I was still a virgin and I was literally like what the hell like as well like <laughs> you used to go into the student union and not free condoms yeah and I didn't even need them I didn't even need them but, but yeah. <laughs> so where did the shame come from <laughs> Do you know what is a good conversation? Just because we spoke about age there, about like losing your virginity. I lost my virginity at 19. Everyone's different, but I think like the longer you wait, the better. I don't know if, if you are going to agree with that, but I feel like a lot of... No, um, I agree. A lot of people lose their virginity very young in Ireland. They, just, yeah, I feel like there's a, a thing to be like, oh, let's just get it over. Like, why don't you just yeah, get it over? That. And it's not, like, it's always a lot, I'd say... Like, oh God, I don't think I'm going to get statistics, but like, a lot of people probably look back and be like, oh God, why? Like, but a lot was... of people would have been very young, like, yeah, under 16, under 17. Yeah, like, and I, I just think, think like, you're not actually mentally and spiritually mature enough to know what you're given and what you're mm. actually sharing. Like, I definitely see sex as like a spiritual transfer yeah. or like an energy transfer. We always say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so me and Hannah are very firm believers in that, like, you know, choose carefully who you're sharing that. Yeah, with. definitely. Because yeah. so we'll get into a little bit at the end more about that. But you want to talk more like about Catholic shame? <laughs> yeah, so we went off that topic okay. again. <laughs> Look, there's lots to be said. It's just yeah. built in, like to Irish society. Like you can't, like you have the Magdalene laundries. Like women were literally like robbed of their children, robbed of their lives just because they had sex yeah. at a young age. Because they had no contraception and got pregnant. Even though it was illegal. I, exactly. <laughs> and there was like never anything done to the men. And women were just like completely shunned. shunned from society. Yeah, because they had decided to have sex. Like I'm sure if you actually knew the real like life stories behind your nannies and your great nannies. Yeah. There's a lot of hidden secrets mm-hmm. under the yeah. carpet of your family tree. Like I have, you know, I have a few stories that I won't share that yeah. I know that I'm like how did these, these things happen before people's very eyes and it was allowed to happen? Yeah. yeah. And it's not even that long ago either. It's yeah. not. It's like, it's like modern history. You know, like, Ireland was a very late bloomer. Yeah. Like the last Magdalene Laundry closed in, I want to say 1993 or 1996. I can't, like literally She's early 90s. Queen. Yeah. But it was just, and then I think 
obviously because that had happened for so long it was just ingrained in everyone in society yeah. that it was like oh like that's a bad thing and it was never spoke about yeah it was never spoken about exactly like all those babies that are found in the tomb and like a septic tank like mm-hmm. it was just everything is buried like yeah, physically yeah. like and metaphorically, and metaphorically buried oh, yeah. high five for that <laughs> so then that's probably why it's like such a shame or like something that you wouldn't really like a taboo topic to talk about yeah like. taboo she says i like that taboo <laughs> Shut up, Barry. Taboo or not taboo? Chin chin. Having a drinky poo. No, that's what I was even saying. So, guys, no, that was actually a really good point. I was just going to say, like, how like we wouldn't really talk about like we we were just saying before this, you wouldn't really be openly talking about this with your mom and stuff. Yeah, me and my mom are like so prudish, like with each other, like it's so funny, like we'd never. I'd be like, bit periods. Do you have them things again? Then things. I'm like Margaret. Like, <laughs> We're both girls. Yeah. My mom calls it your yolks. Yeah. You're having your yolks. Are yeah. you on your yolks? My mom would say that as well. But um, like, my ma is grand to talk about that stuff. Mm. But I'm Hannah, not... your mom was like my first experience with sex education. Really? Like your mom literally be like, what did she used to say? Oh, Remember, she just say we used to be like to Paul and we'd be like, right, I want to be a hairdresser. She'd be like, you'd be combing nicked out of people's hair. And then or like, say, I'm going to be a beautician. <laughs> and she'd go, you'd be shit or you'd be waxing fannies for a living. <laughs> And I'd be like, did she just say fun? And then I'm just like, oh my god, mom. And I don't know how I'm, well, I'm, I kind of was a prude, like, my whole teenage years. Yeah. I wouldn't really talk about the topic at all. But I don't know how because my mom and I was so open about it. Oh, that's it. mad. Because, like, I have a thing that's, like, definitely a generational thing and a familial thing. So you learn the majority of your sexuality from your family and it reflects on how you speak about no, it and so how comfortable you are with it. My opinion on that is, and, like... Now, I'm not, like, calling anyone out, but my friends, if I'd mentioned that, they'd always make a big thing out of it. Right. And then okay. I would never And that kind of shut you down. Yeah. It wasn't even... Ooh, Hannah talked about sex. I yeah. Mean, yeah, so then I would... You. Yeah, so, so you then had... I'd never, like, talk about it. Yeah, so you had a big familial influence that you felt comfortable in it. And yeah. then it was, like... It was obviously the kids that you grew up with that their family weren't as comfortable with. Maybe, so when you yeah. said it, it was, like, a thing. Like, I even feel well, like... Well, no, I actually don't even think that because the people I around were very open about talking yeah. about it. Yeah. So I actually don't It can know, be an honest. intimidating subject. Yeah. If you're not like, for example, like we grew up in an area, you know, I don't know what the correct word is to say. Like we grew up in Pinewood, Hampton Hall. Around loads of girls. Yeah, around loads of girls and lots of girls that started off very young. Yeah. And that they'd be like, you know, I do this and I do this with that boy and this boy. And me and Hannah were kind of late bloomers and we were like, I think but it's it not, I don't like the term. No, but it was nearly scary when people talked about things like that and we felt very like it was foreign to us. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, you know, to use the word So if we again. did yeah. say it, everyone would be like, oh my God, they just blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then, and then we'd it. be called like, I remember in school, right? So I didn't kiss a boy until sixth class. And I remember someone in the yard being so like, young. no, but listen, they yeah, were like, Erin, Erin, you're such a frigid. <laughs> And, you know, yeah, every, it's a disgusting word, isn't it? Everyone would shame you because you haven't kissed anyone yet. And as you said earlier, when when um, just get it over with. Yeah, it's the same with your first kiss. But even you first... using the term "we were late bloomers," why is it late? What do you mean by late? Because just people around you were. Yeah. just... in Ireland, people were yeah. having sex at fifteen, sixteen, yeah. even younger. Like yeah. I know people who've had sex at thirteen. Yeah, and like. You know, it's very normal at that age, and you think that that's normal. To have yeah, sex we that think age. that's yeah. late bloomers because people around us yeah. were so yeah. young. We were like 19, 20, but that's when you're actually physically, spiritually, mentally prepared for yeah. that. But I like. I think we're all in the same boat there. I'm not shaming. Age. I'm not shaming because, yeah. you know, according to your cultural upbringing, everything else that leads to 
other things like I remember you know a lot of my aunties got pregnant at like 15 and 16 Mm -hmm. and they'd say there was nothing else to do yeah. there's nothing else to do but go out and have sex but like now we have you know more information available and stuff to realise that like if you're listening you're, you're a teenage girl and you're feeling pressured into having sex sex should not be a decision made on pressure it should be when you're comfortable enough to do so and when it's with the right person and natural like and not natural, forced yeah. Yeah, yeah and not just because you want to get it over and done with. yeah I no. hate the whole thing of like you hold on to that <laughs> like that's your divine femininity you hold well, that and yeah you'll that. look back and you'll be glad that you didn't do it so young mm, but it's also like I'm not saying like you're like oh you hold on to that I hate that because my mom used to always say that to me like yeah, like, as if someone's taking it from you. You serve yourself for someone special. My nanny used to say she was selling me virginity on eBay. <laughs> she used to say, at any party we'd go to, right, wedding, funeral, the lot, she'd go, Eden's still a virgin. I'm going to sell her on eBay for one million euro. Look at her, she's got <laughs> Who used to tell me that? Oh and I'd be like, red in the face. And my nanny, so, like your mom, my nanny was so open about sex and all. Like, she'd go up to fellas and she'd be like, I'm going to get you in the scissors grip, young lad, and all. <laughs> Like, I nearly became, like, scared. <laughs> <laughs> and just witness your nanny harass all of And then, like, eventually when it was gone, I went in as a nanny of some sad What was gone? <laughs> <laughs> what was <laughs> <virginity>? gone? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> And he had sad news because she's like, What? I'm like, You can't sell me on eBay anymore. <laughs> it's gone. I've left the building. <laughs> what do uh, you mean? It's gone. Yeah, why is it what has left true? That's true. What did you lose? Speak more about why that. Why is it? Why are they saying friends? Just a similar term. Okay. Like, I gave him my flower. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> I bought flowers. Sorry. <laughs> what other sexual contact? up to that point is not considered sex why is penetration oh god this like it's magical not... thing has happened to me i have lost like my i have a new vagina <laughs> no you don't <laughs> like, that's where the shame comes from like we're yeah. so scared we don't want to get rid of this thing but, but you like, can yeah. see it in us now even having this conversation it's just so ingrained into us that we don't even question it like <laughs> You're so intelligent. Yeah, you're calling us out. No, I'm calling you out so much. You're like, Nanny, it's gone. What's gone? You didn't lose nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it lost me dignity for saying that. <laughs> dignity out the window. See you later, dignity. Oh, we forgot to say the thing about family not being able to listen to this. Oh, oh yeah. At the beginning of the, the podcast, I was supposed to say, Mom and Dad, please don't listen. But I actually don't care now. I don't think that we're talking anything. Do they even listen? She's black. She's a pint of rosé. Is that, is that like, a wine hitting your head there, Lord? No. Erin has a pint of rosé beside her, literally. Give it's over. Give it over. Don't be, don't be calling I'm me on the water. on iPod. I'm the co-host. I'm on the water. You'll say nothing, John Snow. Right, come on. Right. What, else? what else are we talking about? Right, so I'd like to talk about accepting your body okay. when it comes to sex. Right okay. now, in summary, a lot of people have sex and they rush to the finish right. and it's not a mindful act. So like people are like, you know, one night stand, as you said again, I like when you said earlier, just get it over with. Sex, yeah. just get it over with. Then it's done. And, you know, a lot of, especially women, and I'm not saying men don't as well, a lot of women are body conscious and they want to, you know, fit this whole over-sexualized version of themselves that you know porn cells and stuff so then they're like you know do i look good in this angle do i look good in that angle what is my body looking your like fella right doesn't care yeah your fella does not care um or whoever you're sleeping with even if it's not your fella don't shame. sorry yeah whatever yeah, so, ha, i just called you out. <laughs> we're talking about like them well i didn't Lauren. say boyfriend i said fella but basically or girl i think that when it comes to 
you know having sex like you have to be comfortable in your own skin that you can be mindful and actually enjoy it because if you're constantly anxious in your head and you're thinking what do i look like here what do i look like there you know you're you're ruining the experience for yourself you're not actually going to enjoy it you're not present you're not present that's what it is Mm -hmm. present and i don't know if you've ever heard of tantra yoga No. no no so it's basically like you know it helps with the divine feminine and all that as well but like i was reading up on it a while ago and it was saying like for adults if anyone's listening and they're in an adult relationship um, you're able to do this like act before sex where you just look in each other's eyes and it creates like a mindful experience oh I, it's on that show i watched the bold type oh yeah, yeah i think they had they it, done it yeah. yeah so it's like i feel like as you get older you should put a big emphasis emphasis on intimacy in it yeah during. definitely yeah um, i definitely noticed that as i got older that that became more important to me yeah than like anything else. i just got an idea as well to talk about something else but i might be going off topic what's your thoughts on hookup culture oh well we do that now oh no i have yeah. an idea before we discuss that okay. i just want to talk about desire okay so i read a book a while ago called mating in captivity i think i was telling you about lauren Maybe. but it's about like in relationships um less is more so i feel like we overshare a lot in today's society if you're with someone you're probably texting them all day telling them what you had for breakfast lunch and dinner then you're going home and seeing them and all this jazz but like the reason why relationships used to last as long as they did is because, you know, we didn't have phones and we didn't have yeah. all these means yeah. of communication yeah. and people would go out and they'd be like, I wonder what she or he did. They'd meet at the dance or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, and they'd see each other and then like that created desire and a lifetime of desire. But in today's society, we know too much about each other. Yeah, everything's on phones. Like, I know, you know, you'd know each other's bathroom breaks yeah you know? no, no, literally it's like snapchat like yeah. just peeing there just peeing like, LOL. Yeah. Yeah. so i'm just saying like if you're wanting to create more of that intimate intimacy and desire in your relationship create a little bit of gap and a little bit of space mm. there for that to build how is tension going to build if you're constantly like hello what are we having for dinner right now <laughs> what are you yeah. doing right now yeah, yeah like you know less is more mm. I, I went off topic, but let's get back to hookup culture. <laughs> so, little What's debate. Your thoughts, Lauren? Right, so little debate here, guys. We have, I just wrote here before, I want to talk about one night stands and hookup culture versus sex being an energy transfer and <laughs> t- taking your time, choosing a, a worthy Well, I think it's kind companion. of both. Like, I, so do I. Yeah, definitely. So, First of all, nobody is slut shaming in this room. No. All of us are advocates for a healthy sex life. Um, but that's a good point. A yeah. healthy sex life. I feel like there's such a big thing in hook up culture now that's a pressure on people, like on girls especially, to be like, oh yeah, like I'm just like carefree. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then like, if you're not in like a mentally stable yeah, place for yourself, yeah, it can be a form of self harm. Exactly. Yeah, if you're so- not in a mentally stable place for yourself, yeah, you might like enjoy having sex with someone, but after it, you might feel a little bit shitty. Yeah. Like I feel like if you're not fully like comfortable in yourself, comfortable with another person, you don't know that that person is like feels the same way towards you. Yeah. I don't think no where. I'm, I I know, you know where you're going. Yeah, so okay. it's coming in with self respect. So when I'm saying self respect, I'm not saying that you have no respect for yourself if you're sleeping with people. I'm saying that choose someone who respects you yeah. and that it's an enjoyable present experience even if it's only a one night stand exactly instead yeah. of choosing someone who actually doesn't care about your sexual experience and is just using you for five minutes and then it's over yeah like you know have the respect that you're like right i think very highly of myself and i'm going to sleep with someone who also thinks highly yeah of me. For, yeah even for and you think life. highly of that person yeah, exactly. and then it's all like it's not 
But that's a nice way of putting hookup yeah. culture, but like other people would see it as like I don't know, like getting with load of random people. Like. Yeah, because as me and Hannah were saying earlier, it is an energy transfer. So I actually, I don't know if anyone believes in spirituality or whatever, but like me and Hannah would be bet into the TikTok spiritual vids <laughs> and they would say in there I am that, TikTok illiterate and like an old woman. <laughs> Once you have sex with someone that says that that energy has affected you for seven years. Seven that, years? Seven years. That, that energy stays stagnant in your body for seven years. No way. I know, yeah. It's mad. Like, because we all are made of atoms. We all are energetic. So if you're sleeping around... Um, energy you know, doesn't die You're ever. taking a lot of energy in that's disrupting you you know what i mean <laughs> would you would you think like that or no like i've never actually thought of that before now i'm like so i feel like a lot of people see it as a physical act but i think of it as a spiritual act yeah i think the two agree? intersect yeah like, like it is physical but if it's just physical then you're not going to get as much kind of like no definitely pleasure no, no in your heart <laughs> in your heart <laughs> God. I think if people are listening that are like sleeping around and are probably but don't feel great about it like if you're sleeping around and you feel like this is fine like I'm enjoying this that's fine yeah, but chase if you're that. chase it yeah keep like go keep for it that. yeah but if you're sleeping around and you feel a bit shitty about yourself after like if it's not a shame thing you're like okay then what is it yeah like because shame is bad like you should no but that's what I mean that. so if people are sleeping around and they're probably listening to this like oh this isn't a spiritual connection I'm having with yeah. all these people but then they're like why do I feel so shitty after being with all these people it's because yeah. all of their energy will affect yours yeah. I think yeah and you know you could be with someone that doesn't really make you feel good and then makes you second guess yourself or yeah be sure. self-conscious about something or as I said, if you're just having one night stands, just as a form of self harm, Hannah, I think you said that. Which yeah. Is a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. Sex can be abused, the same as alcohol can be abused. Yeah. Drugs can be abused and stuff. Remain aware of your thought part and surrounding it. Are you actually doing that for your enjoyment? Are you doing it because you're a little bit lost in yourself? And you want to self harm, like yeah. Um, if you want to disassociate, like I feel like it's a lot of thing that people yeah. do. Yeah. So like, is it a physical act of? I'm just doing this to get it over with again. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. Book, I really liked it. Yeah. Or are you doing it for your enjoyment? If you're doing it for your enjoyment, keep going with that queen. Love that for you. Yeah. If you're doing it to hurt yourself, ask yourself why. Even if, if it's not unintentionally hurt yourself. Us, like maybe we're not helping anyone that does it for that reason. So yeah. like obviously seek proper help. Like we're yeah. not professionals. We're not proper advice. No, so. but I think it's really refreshing to hear people actually talk about this. No, thing. I know, yeah. but I just want to say that because some people yeah, would take this yeah. as like give no, me like maybe. another nine months and I'll be a professional. Yeah, you, when you're done your course, you <laughs> yes. can come back here and give us all. <laughs> I the am not advice. a doctor. I just like sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Borat. Okay, so <laughs> where were we? Okay, Miss Lauren O'Brien. Okay. I want you to discuss consent. Okay. Okay. Right. So I think you have this whole thing of consent on campus now. Okay. Consent on campus relating to universities and colleges. Right. These people are going in at 18, 19 years of age. Some right. 17. Most, well, not most. Okay. Some of them have already been having sex. Okay. And it's too late. It's too late to be teaching people mandatory consent classes at the age of 17, 18, 19. Right, you're saying you should bring it in sooner. You should bring it in from junior infants. For sure. Junior infants. Like, you don't have to go into, like... Tell your anecdote about uh, Ian's sister. 
Oh, that he she's like teaching them young. Yeah, so she'd be like, she'd have like their his nephew like saying labeling like a penis or a vagina as what it is. Be like, oh, like what do you have? And he's like, a penis. Like that's an awareness of their bodily autonomy, and it's just normalization of it. Like, why is there such like why can't you say the word penis or vagina? Yeah. Like, why? I'm sure the podcast can hear the bubbles fizzing in my glass right now. Peep air. Okay, we're going to do the at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I feel like such a classy woman right now. I'm like. I'm drinking rosé, you're drinking wine, and we're talking That's about science education. Wine. Like, this is the peak of my humanity. Okay, can we go back to consent? Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's just even little things from kids. So they're going into school at the age of four or five. Even, like, as parents, we should be teaching it. So you know the way there's always thing like, oh, like, give your auntie a kiss before they go. Give your uncle a hug, like, blah, blah, blah. But if, do they want to? If the child says, no, no, I don't want to do that, respect that boundary. Like... Well, you are true. letting them from the age of three, four, five from toddlers. You are allowing them to set up healthy boundaries. Yeah. Look at Aaron. Mic like, drop. She's locked. <laughs> when someone Aaron. when someone says something smart, Aaron's like, "Oh my god, you're smart." Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Literally. When someone says something real good, you're like, what did you do? I love, like, I yeah. just, oh, I love that <laughs> intellect. Erin almost yeah. had, like, a heart attack. Do you know what I had? An <laughs> orgasm. Oh. Whopper. Yeah, so, Keep going. basically, yeah, teach kids from that from a normal age. Normalize speaking about it. Like, and then, like, you just have boundaries and you know consent. It's not even, it's not a thing you have to learn. You push to do. Like. It's not a thing you have to learn when you get to 18, 19 in college. You know this from when you were young. You have your boundaries. You know that you need to get uh, consent from someone. And like, I think this is how whole Yeah, pain. consent's not just sexual. Consent is complete control yes. in your decisions. Yes. Whether it's I just probably a not have even heard that word in school at all. Like, no, never. Yeah, no, not once. No. no, you're dead right. Yeah. They I, never yeah. spoke about consent. It's the most important part of it all, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we I, need to be protecting each other and yeah. protecting ourselves. And yeah, you need to be able to. And also, like, consent is not a given. If you give consent, it's ongoing. It can be withdrawn at any stage. Yes. 100%. Like, if you are. Oh, oh. peep the chipper. Right. <laughs> Have you got any more thoughts on consent? Remember what you were saying at the start of this? We were talking about normal people. Oh, yes. Discuss that. Normal people was such an important TV show, especially to be shown on Irish television. Now, me and Ian watched this during lockdown. Sorry, Ian is my boyfriend. Uh, we watched this during lockdown. And, like, didn't think... Like, no, I don't mean didn't think anything of it, but it was just so normal to watch, like, a young couple fall in love and, like, have sex on television. Mm-hmm. But it was always, like, it was shown in such a good way that he was like Connell which is the main character and it was like oh like we can stop if you want to like are you sure you want to do this like he was the reassurance he was shown ongoing consent which is really important and then like the day after one of the episodes that there was probably sex scenes involved there was a whole debate on Joe Duffy and it was all these grannies in their 80s and 90s being like it was so so porn on the telly so porn on the telly (laughs) It was like, disgusting, young people, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was like, oh, disgusting. Yeah, like, young people, like, blah, blah, blah. I, I thought know. that was a fabulous piece it of work. It was gorgeous. It, it was, was like beautiful. art. Like, yeah. it was literally... It like was watching stunning. poetry. Yeah. It was literally normal people. Yeah, exactly. Normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. They're actually making conversations with friends, the other book. Oh, are they? Well, yeah. Do you know what they are also doing that Daisy Edgar Jones is in, where the crawdads sing? Did you read that I book? I haven't read that yet, no. So, well, she is going to be perfect for But, Lauren, when you were talking there, I had to take note of how you said television. Can you repeat that? Television? Yeah, I just think it sounds fab, doesn't it? <laughs> Television? <laughs> 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 
television. I thought you were going to ask me, like, just as I a thought you were going to ask her a good question. No, yeah. <laughs> as a Dublin woman, I love everything she says. I was watching the telly. No, say television. 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 I just thought that was great, and I thought, you know, I'd give the, the listeners a lot. Did I say television or not telly? You said television, yeah, yeah you go normal said... people on television. And yeah, I you said television. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sending too much time in Blanche. Jesus no, Christ. No, yeah, she is. She's gotten very posh and she moved to Blanche, I tell you. I live you in can Pontella, take the girl yeah. out of James Street, but you can't take James Street out of the girl. <laughs> nah, you're still... I'm kind of disgusted at myself. Like no, nah, your heart still says how you. I see it. <laughs> but um, she, me and Lauren actually work together now. So I do hear her sometimes and she has this like voice that she puts on in work and I'm like I think Whoa. everybody does even when they answer the phone even when you say how are you I'm checking you in <laughs> I'm like who is that she is a proper hell yeah I want to hear you roll your eyes but you said work work I say work oh <laughs> right, you say it way hornier than I do anyway <laughs> Anyways, where are we going with this? Oh God! Right, Honey, you're gonna have so much evidence to do on this. So I would also like to talk about orgasms. Woo! So <laughs> can I get a chin chin with the wine? Um, Hannah's the only one not drinking here, so I'm sure not like me. No, um, absolutely dry. I feel like this should be a YouTube video. It's a bit more like trash TV than like a Spotify Come podcast. Here, people are gonna enjoy it. Do you know what? People have probably laughed out loud at Real Housewives of like, Rush. I'm sure that we're giving you a bit of solid entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. We're going to talk about orgasms. Can I just say, this whole podcast is just me and Erin's general daily conversations. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, right, I'm going to lie. We pure only talk about sex. <laughs> and you know everyone thinks that just oh lads that's locker room talk men talk about that if you are flying on the wall locker the room talk is objective though alright here we go so, <laughs> you're like a leech she clings on to one word I say and she rips me to shreds for it go on hit me locker room talk is usually about objectifying women is what I'm gonna say so are you saying we don't objectify men Oh, did that hurt you? <laughs> that is so no, true. Lauren, do we, on a day-to-day basis, objectify yes, men? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But, 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 statistically, women are highly, highly, highly more likely to be sexually harassed or sexually... But you don't want to fall into a double standard bracket where no. you know, it's not okay for men to say, we have a whopper arses, but we say that they have whopper But arses. they are more likely to act on it. They're the ones beeping in the cars. Yes, thank you oh. very much. Oh my god, yes, Hannah. All yes. right, I'll just go. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. Okay. Would you ever beep at a hot boy? I don't you... drive, but if I did, <laughs> nah, we wouldn't. No, yeah, no, you, no, you wouldn't. No. She'd, she'd have fucking out. But I think I know. Don't a cap layer and have to win it off. That's enough. Okay, guys. We edited a little bit out there. <laughs> Can we start? We're again? laughing. No, guys. No, no, that's funny. We just funny. edited a little bit out. I won't tell you why, but I'm sure you can assume what it was. Um, if, we, if we have slip-ups, they're going to have to be removed. But we're still here vibing high. We've got boundaries on if you don't so, on the podcast. I was trying to discuss <laughs> orgasms before Lauren so rudely interrupted me about how impolitically correct I am. Or politically incorrect is the right term. Impolitically <laughs> correct. No, and we're not editing that out. No, you, you can't keep that in. See, I'm a person of the people. I don't have to edit out my mistakes. Oh. oh. You go right, right lads. Their bottles of wine has gone to their head, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Equal rights, equal fights. 1v1, Lauren, me and you. Right, um, come on, my chips are getting cold. Right, okay, so we're going to talk about orgasms. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about mothers. Erin, <laughs> this rosé, I swear. I know, yeah. right, so. <laughs> rosé. <laughs> Jose, okay. So we're going to talk about orgasms. So, <laughs> what is your thoughts? Come on, La- Lauren, take it away here. What do you mean? Save me from a sinking ship. Okay, well, what do, what about orgasms? Do you want to talk so about? I want to talk about how a lot of people haven't had them yet. Okay, a lot of women. A lot of women. Yeah. haven't had them yet. I think that also has a lot to do with mindfulness. If you haven't had an orgasm yet, you are in your head every time you have sex, being yeah. like, like thinking about, like finishing. Yeah. Whereas if you just enjoy it in the moment. moment then you're not constantly worrying about like am i gonna get there am i gonna get yeah, there exactly um, and also like you shouldn't be putting it in the hands of your partner right as a woman you shouldn't put it in the hands of the man constantly what i want you to do is do it on your on your own first maybe and then you know figure out what you like so you can pass on that knowledge like how do you expect someone to know how to drive your car if they've only ever drove an, an automatic. And if you don't teach them how to drive it. Oh! <laughs> oh, go on. Oh, she just, she pen dropped there. That I was did. a mic drop. I did. Jeez. Communication. Is key. Communication. Is that what you wrote down there? Yes. Yeah. I wrote, wrote it down in, in, in big handwriting. Communication. Tell them what to do. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't even have anything else to say. Yeah, that's like, I, yeah. says I feel like people are afraid, like, I'm not, I want to say people. I'm going to say women. Okay. Are afraid to tell their partner what they should do. Yeah. In order, like... Yeah, like, get a grip, girls, will you? Step into your divine feminine power. That's the quote of the podcast. What? Yeah, What's that book, Karen, that you always rant about? That Come about. as you are. Yeah. So, yeah. like, in, in that book, Come as you are, I don't know the name of the author, but I can refer to it in the, maybe the Instagram post or whatever. But basically, it's a book that, you know, gets, gets you thinking about your own personal experience. So it doesn't always have to be, you know, my experience with a man or my experience with a woman. It should be your experience with yourself and getting to know yourself. Yes. And then being able yes. to take it away and teach people like, right, this is what I like. And being secure in what you like. So for there example, is- there's pause sorry, Lauren for interrupting you, but there's pauses, there's breaks and then there's, you know, other stuff. So for example, you could you're you could mentally be put on a break because there's like noise in the background so you have to understand your breaks and know what turns you on and what turns you off become very self-aware into what you like and what you don't like and then you're free to blossom into the healthiest sex life you've ever had very good yeah and also there was that really important scene with amy do you remember it was like was it season one or two of sex education on the bus and no not oh. on the bus oh, I know that is important yeah as well. okay but um, yeah, we're not going to go into that today <laughs> um in where her boyfriend was like oh like are you enjoying this like do you want me to do that or is it just something you're telling me to do i think she was saying like come on my face or something okay like yeah we're going there yeah <laughs> um oh, and Jesus. he was like are, do you actually want me to do that and she was like well, what do you mean he was like what do you want like and then she went to, yeah. to Otis with this whole thing like how am i supposed to know what i want i don't know what i want yeah, and he was like just- he was like, you need to figure out what you Women are like too concerned with what men want. I'm sick of hearing about, you know, Thank you. you trying to impress a man and you trying to get a man. What do you want, girl? Facts. What do you want? I'm just in the background here saying, what? <laughs> yeah. 
No, and I, do you know what? I actually have no inhibitions on talking about all this because I think that it's something that every woman should carry. Like, you should be in your own power and making decisions that you want to make according to what you want and not being influenced by external factors such as societal pressure. Yes. Or yes, trying to definitely. impress a man that probably doesn't fucking deserve you if you feel pressured in the first place. Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. amen. So, is that... Pen dropped again. Yeah, oh, the pen dropped. Oh, go on. I really enjoyed you being on, Laura. Oh, wow. And you'll have to come on when you're done your course. I feel... Up on. Yeah. I was literally just going to say, I feel like I know a lot. Like, I do know a lot. Yeah. But I have so much more to learn. Like, so much mm-hmm. more. So, I feel like if you bring me back... When I'm halfway through my course? Yeah, for sure. Finished. Yeah, definitely. My course. We'll have a season two, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll get people asking in questions and all, like, you know. Yeah. Oh my God, we should, you should do that. You should put, like, a question thing on Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I'm not only getting taught, like, I'm not getting taught about, like, sex or whatever. I am getting taught how to teach people their sexuality. You'll be the teacher that won't be uncomfortable telling yeah, people things. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. even yeah. so, my degree is English and history. So if I decide to go back and actually do a master's in teaching, I can do SPHE as well, and I Dead. will yeah. be that teacher who's not just doing SPHE for the sake of it. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I feel like they think it's an easy pass on the subject. I'm yeah. just gonna do SPHE. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. They literally used to let us sit there and color. Yeah. Oh my god. And they wouldn't yeah. even tell us. Whereas anything. I am like so passionate about it that I would bring that to a school. Like I can't wait it to have kids be and be like, subject. you know, my kids will come to me and they'd be like, "Ma, I have this question." I'm like, "Bring it to Auntie Lawrence." Yeah, I literally said that to Andrew. Like, I was like, "Our kids." Are not going to have any childhood trauma. No, They're going to be so that. emotionally healthy. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> like Hannah said, her external friendships caused hers. Yeah. So you don't know. Yeah. What will cause oh, it in your life? Yeah. So well. it might not be driven by your family, but see, a yeah. lot of people have um, struggles growing up in school and stuff. Yeah. Very true. Um, and it also depends on other kids, on their parents, and how they. They won't have any family them. trauma. They won't have any familial <laughs> trauma. Yeah. I would be the best mother ever. You're an angel. I say as I'm on my second. Like literally every day in work, right? Every day in work. I put my tie in my back pocket. I don't know how to tie a tie. I don't want any shame here. This is an open That's space. Okay, I don't know how to tie a tie. So I do watch a YouTube video every morning and try and do it. Always ends up oh, shit. Oh, that's so cute. Know, she comes down to me in the morning. I'm like, Shut come up. here to me. Shut Let up. me fix your tie. So I just go down and I goes, ma. She goes, ma. And then she just ties it for me. And I'm like, Thanks, I ma. wouldn't know how to tie a tie either. So um, I had to wear a tie in my Catholic all-girls school. Did and you? we weren't allowed the elastic ones. Why did you go and to an all-girls school? I don't know, because I went to Loretto Primary School. Why are they still a thing? I don't know. It shouldn't be. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so... It. Oh, God. We're going to get into different things now. <laughs> yeah, but it's so problematic for, like, transgender or non-binary girls or boys or whatever who, yeah. are, in, who are in, like... One gender Gendered school. schools. Yeah. Like, gender schools should not be yeah, a thing. It's not fair. It's, no. un- yeah, it's so not. unfair. And, like, you know... If, say, for example, like, me and Hannah went to a mixed school in primary school and secondary school... And I was always very comfortable, you know, having lads as friends yeah. and just talking to lads like, Mayor, what's the crack? What's the story? And then if you're if you're growing up without men in your skill, you need that socialization between men and women. If you go on to work or go to college, there's going to be men around yeah. you. That was Are definitely you a thing be, for me. Oh, I have an idea as well. So a lot of women, a.k.a. Hannah too, right? have been intimidated by male authority figures and that could be a lot down to your schoolhood experience mm-hmm. schoolhood i'm going to use that i think that's good mm-hmm. not childhood is it a schoolhood. word we don't know no because do you ever we're going to make it a kind of kiddlehood your skill experience whatever yeah, yeah whatever yeah so you know afraid of male teachers <laughs> or something or then when you go into a job you're afraid of 
uh, your male bosses and stuff and you can't actually like step into that divine feminine it's and like, you're intimidated like you nearly cry when like a grown man is just talking to you it's yeah. the only like it's the only like interaction you have had with like obviously you have your friends and stuff still as like a teenager yeah. but the only like interaction you have had with a man in your life that wasn't like your family yeah. is going to be an authoritative figure so when you go into a workplace yeah and you have a male boss yeah then you're just they're gonna have so much authority yeah, it, over it makes you. me so like sad to see so many women you know miss out on career opportunities or life decisions because they're intimidated by man like i would love mm-hmm. i'd yeah. love to do like a one-on-one class on how to hold your own even if you're in a cmn for example when you're walking into a room and it's just full of men like are you uncomfortable being around men if so why like you should be able to hold your own and be able to still be yourself and hold a conversation without feeling intimidated yeah or like you're just down. important as them Exactly. Yeah. Like, why mm-hmm. Why are women minimising themselves? Oh, I have so much ideas. Women Guys, afraid to take up space. <laughs> yeah, like, hold room. your space, put your hands in your pocket and, you know, mansplain. Makes, I, do you know what I said to Ian last night? So, I graduated, God, nearly two years ago now. Yeah. We're actually getting an in-person graduation in January and I was like, I'm going to get a suit. Deadly. I wore a suit to me Debs yeah. and I went on my own and a lot of lads were like, can I go to Debs yet? I was like, no. I'm going on my own. I'm going in the suit, rocked up yes. to the Debs with a bottle of wine in one hand and a dicky bow in the other. Rock up to the club. <laughs> yeah, I think so. we could end it on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically I'm just trying to encourage people to step into their power and be more sure of themselves. Yep. Whether it's sex, whether it's work, whether it's relationships, whether anything. Just be sure of yourself. And Have do you what, got anything to say, Lauren, our special guest? I think it's do what you want and what you need and not what someone else wants or needs. Yeah. It's about you, primarily. Amen. You are the most important person in your life and you always will be. Oh, oh I love that. that. nice. There you go. So yeah, that's it. Wow, that was fab. Lauren, it was so nice. <laughs> See you in work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, that's all from us. See you later. Bye.